Hello, everybody, and welcome to this month's interesting, excellent, weird, uh, wonky B-movie episode. And this time we're talking about a film that probably shouldn't exist, but I'm so glad it does. I mean, it's called Killer Sofa, and that should really tell you all you need to know about what kind of movie this is, I think. <laughs> there, uh, It doesn't get much deeper than that. It's a sofa, that's a recliner, and it kills people. Boom, there we go. What more motivation do you need to watch this? Huh? I think for me, that's all you need. And I'm Sean Anderson here with my, uh, might be possessed co-host. Steven Reyes. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. Listen on to see if we can, uh, extricate this thing from Steven. Or if I'm actually a ghost too. And we'll, I don't know, right off into the sunset together. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this movie. Anyway, let's get to talking about it. You're listening to more. Movies. Please. Please. <laughs> How? How? Crunch? Chomp? Splat? Squeak? Hinge noises? Vacuum uh, suck? Vacuum suck? Weird whispers? Fa- Valerie? 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 Wilhelm scream? Ah! Because you know what? You know what movie this is, but we're going to give you some spoilers because, you know, yeah. I know the title of this movie. I still don't think I know what this movie is. Yes. What is this movie? So I'm going to preference this that we watched yet again, I'll say this, Killer Sofa. And uh-huh. I was highly excited for this because I expected uh-huh. a raging pile of flaming shit. Oh, you were expecting something more along the lines of like a, a sharktopus, I guess. A sharktopus is fun. I thought this was just going to be a horrendous indie oh, film. Sharknado? Oh, okay. Oh, Not okay. even just Sharknado. Like, I was going to go with like, as we just did a little B-movie search... Uh-huh. Ticket to Hawaii kind of bad. <laughs> uh, okay. So like has aspirations to be good, but just falls flat on its face at every well, turn. It, the ad is killer sofa. And when I, I watched, like when I first saw this on Voodoo, like the, uh-huh. just the movie pop up, it had a 0% rating. Oof. Oof. Le- oh, okay. Okay. Did, was that a case of like it has 0% because only one person reviewed it and didn't like it? Or did it have some actual numbers behind it? It was one. And, and everybody hated it. It was one person, but yeah. still like the fact that it had 0%, like I've never seen that on anything other than like mm. a really old film that maybe nobody reviewed on Voodoo. Right, but right, still right, like right. it was just like, what on earth? And this like the cover art looks horrendous. It does. Although I will give props to this film. It, uh, the, with the cover art, with the title, none of it at any point is lying to you. This is about a killer sofa and it tries to eat people and it tries to, it follows them and it murders people and it kills them. Yes. And okay. Well, it does lie to you. At no point is it a sofa. It's a recliner. It's like a lazy boy recliner. Yes. So that one, I saw that and I was like, okay, you know what? I forgave them for that because killer recliner just doesn't flow. Doesn't really roll off the tongue as well. Yeah. And Too many syllables. So far, I'm like, okay, sure. Like, whatever. Like, but this movie, it looked horrendous. Like the poster, don't sit mm-hmm. on the furniture. That's the tagline. That's a bad tagline. Yeah. That, you know, just, just as taglines go, even if it had nothing to do with the film or everything to do with the film, it's just, it's not catchy. No, it's just like, I, I can't even think about like what it would be like, beware where you lay to rest or maybe your final resting place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stretch out and die. Yeah, see, that one's smooth. Yeah. Now, so this one, I expected like a lot of cheesy, gory, bloody things, like just a lot of 
unnecessary dismemberment. And we got oh, okay. some interesting ones. Yeah, I was surprised, though. There was like one close one. But this movie is actually not as violent or gory as I was thinking it would be. Which is a disappointment for me based on what I was expecting. But it, mm-hmm. it actually kind of saved us because we were thinking when we did this watch party that we're going to be dreading this entire thing and it's a that's for sure i was not looking for i mean i was enjoying i was looking forward to enjoying a movie watching it with you yeah but the movie itself uh uh-uh. no i was excited just to see the reactions but it it surprised <laughs> us because don't get us wrong this is a b movie all the way yeah but yeah. they actually put some effort into their story and trying to tell a story like it hey, wasn't maybe that's shit. what it's like in new zealand it wasn't shit it wasn't surprisingly it wasn't mm-hmm. um it, even with that 3.6 rating on imdb it's what, what was the rating i'm sorry 3.6 out of 10 3.6 you know i don't think it should necessarily be above a five i mm-hmm. like we've said i enjoyed it more than i expected i would and maybe that was because i watched it with somebody else uh but i won't it was a better film than I thought it would be, but I don't think it's a good film. No, no, it's not a good film. That I would say that it was surprisingly more enjoyable than I expected for what mm-hmm. that concept is. Which the end kind of—I'll I'll get to that. I feel like I, I feel like we got Hell cheated the at there. the end a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the ending, they did not stick the landing, unfortunately, on the end. No, but basically, they we start off with. This crazy, like ritualistic sacrifice scene. So, like you have, and and you have no idea what it is. You, you, it comes back, and you sort of get informed by it. But when I saw the this opening scene, I'm like, "Are you making me watch like a porn snuff film, Stephen?" Because I'm not cool with that. Yeah, no. It, it's like first we have like this ceremony with a photo and blood. Then you have yeah. somebody look like they're getting chopped up like Dexter, but with amateur skills. <laughs> And yes, then, yeah. and then we get to like, hey, so and so left this couch for so and so. We have to get it to her. I'm just like, um, okay. Well, now the sofa's here, yeah. so at least we're back on track a little bit. A little bit. It would have made more sense if it didn't have the opening scene because it was just it was in so many different places without any like connecting bits. I feel like that opening scene, like it should have happened with like later on in the film as a flashback mm-hmm. to explain what the sofa is yeah oh yeah yeah if we had seen these people moving a, a sofa and then suddenly oh god the sofa's attacking this woman it's trying to mm-hmm. to chomp her her fingers off and you're like what the hell am i watching and then you figure out why yeah and like that yeah. that opening scene should have been like later when the main actress starts figuring out the sofa is alive <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that might have worked better thematically i think i understand why they put the the opening scene where they did at mm-hmm. the opening because you know you gotta start off with a bang and you're trying get, to draw people in the viewers. yeah yeah it, it feels like but, a mistake we would have made in film school yeah not yeah. A, not an awful one but like now now we that we're more experienced we can see mm-hmm. the slight adjustment in placement could have gone a long way right uh, even if they i think it would have flowed a little bit better otherwise if they had shown like uh somebody had thrown it on the side of the road and then uh, uh, camera zooms back a bit dollies back and then we see some truck drive up to it and somebody goes out and says oh free sofa and mm-hmm. then we're into them moving the sofa but it was just too there wasn't anything connecting either of these stories no it was just it was a bit of a stretch at times, but yeah. I will say that it did surprise me because, for instance, when they go to deliver the sofa and mm-hmm. they go to the wrong address for the first time, yeah, and we have this 
old man who's randomly having like a vision. You you heard me. I was like, what the hell is happening here and why is he having this moment? And maybe five minutes later, if that, they explain why he's capable, possibly capable of having visions like, oh, look, they addressed it and explained why he could actually do that rather than that happened for no reason. Yeah. I, as far as B-movies go, hey, way more story than I would expect from this. Yeah. So that that gave me hope. But maybe maybe that's a quality of New Zealand B movies. They actually the story's not as shaky as anything that we make here. Yeah, yeah, that, that's something. But so, good on you, Kiwis. You know, uh, you're representing, and I make an effort to see you on every single map I see. I know you get left off a lot, but damn it, you 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 exist to me, New Zealanders. Indeed. But so, to thank you, of- and thank you for making this crazy ass film. Yes. It is a crazy ass film and to kind of give it people like I'm sure by now some of our audience has already Googled this to see the artwork. But if you yes, haven't please, if you if you haven't the sofa kind of looks like the kind of so- furniture you would find that's left over from a kid's show and the furniture has been on drugs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well that's very accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like something you don't actually want to sit in yeah. because you you might stick to it or you'll sit down and it'll just be like a cloud of dead people's skin cells or something puffing off there or or it'll try to eat you i don't know yeah it could try to eat you that or or it'll put some like enchantment on you and it'll start having weird sofa sex with you yes that was an interesting thing that like it looked like she was about to finger the the sofa there so i think she was getting right into that like recliner kachunk hole yep this movie had it wasn't overly sexual which is Interesting to say because they pushed the line. There was no yeah. nudity. There were, but there was definitely like a strong sexual tone to it at times. Everybody, everybody wanted to sleep with everybody. Yeah, oh, like, but poor Maxie never got there. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like her friend was into her, and yeah, it just sucks. That was the real tragedy to this film, you know. Francesca dying or being taken over by somebody else, meh. Bob mm-hmm. Gray, a character being named Bob Gravy, meh. Uh, I, I I enjoyed that because it just cracked me up. I'm like, where did hey, you even come up with that name? <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob Gravy and his partner Roseanne Grape, uh, ridiculous. Clear B movie territory. But seeing Maxie just have her love unrequited for mm-hmm. an entire like 80 minutes, and then she just gets flung into the trash can like so much trash. It was like, man. So close. So close to a real good love story here. Yeah, but you have to at least be appreciative that she didn't die. And so it cracked me up because one, she survived, which is great because she didn't deserve to die. Two, how long it took for them to realize she has this massive chunk of glass sticking out of her head. Yeah. Like, is anybody going to address this? Like, it took like three people to be like, are you okay? I'm like, there is this massive shard that should have killed her sticking uh-huh. out of her head somebody please get her medical attention nah just gotta walk it off take mm-hmm. it out walk it off you'll be okay stick a band-aid on there if you feel like it but yeah you're fine yeah <laughs> no no instead instead we get the ending where she's just like looking on in horror but yeah maybe it's setting up a sequel here maybe we're gonna get killer love seat sometime Ooh, and maxi's coming back to save francesca twice and this, have twice the sitting power twice yeah exactly you know oh there's room for two. Tagline right there. Pow. Boom. Done. Yep. And and it's Francesca and Maxie. And Maxie's trying to save Francesca's life and get rid of this Bob Gravy guy who who's not actually Bob Gravy at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It writes itself. New Zealand, hire us. Yes. Go ahead and hire us that 
for this film, the they didn't, as you said earlier, they didn't stick the landing because yeah. they gave us some lore as to how everything was happening. Which, hey, you know what? I really appreciate it. Like they built and it a all world. kind of holds together, and they keep uh-huh. re- referencing it. And it's not just something that's spoken about once and then forgotten about. Mm-hmm. But there's it's, it's wacky though. <laughs> it's, it's at the end that kind of it loses it for me in two ways. One, yeah. I didn't. I thought like maybe there had to be some kind of body for the spirit to possess, even a corpse. And at mm. the end, it seemed like the sofa was just empty because, yeah. which is the other thing that really killed it for me because yeah. it wasn't truly a killer sofa. Forget the recliner thing. It had a corpse and they were running the furniture. So it was just like, it's not a, a possessed yeah. piece of furniture. It's somebody hiding inside of a sofa. It's it's a puppet. Yeah. Really. So uh, yeah. That, that kind of I don't think that needed to me. happen. Right. Yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it could have, I mean, we're dealing with like weird mystical mythologies and everything. We've got this, this Dibbuk, uh, creature that we're talking about a bunch. And if it was just this, like, uh, yeah, th- this, this pe- supernatural paranormal thing, this, this couch is just like, uh, uh, being controlled by spheres or whatever, I think it would have still worked. It didn't need to have a weird faceless corpse inside of it. Yeah. That's yeah. The weird faceless corpse that would crack me up. Like, why was the face? Cause the face was cut off. It wasn't like it had to decompose. It was like just <laughs> no. gone. Uh, yeah, just ripped off. So I was expecting it was either John Travolta or Nicolas Cage in there. Oh, there you go. Nice. Like when they said they cut cut off this guy's legs, I'm like, oh, he's yeah. in the sofa. But right. I was honestly up until that point thinking when they were talking about rituals and everything that maybe his heart was going to be in the sofa or maybe his head, like uh, a body part that can contain this the spell. That, yeah, either that I would have been OK with like a glowing ball of energy or something. Mm hmm. Just, just something, but it's just this zombie thing. Yeah, and, so that kind of yeah. spoiled it for me a little bit. That fell apart, and the zombie came out, and it was still the the sofa was still like sucking energy out of people. Yeah, yeah. After they removed the zombie thing, I was just like, uh. So that kind of just yeah. fell short on their storytelling. Which, but it's at the end, so it didn't affect I mean, I, the movie. Yes, but you know, with a film as surprisingly strong, relatively as this one was seeing how it ended just kind of it really did kind of fall on its face at that point for me and i was like oh man if it was just this this possessed thing it would have been so much better oh yeah it would have been lived up to the and name. the story would have been the same you wouldn't have to change anything except take a zombie out of a sofa yeah like throw its heart in there throw the brain like you can throw a body yeah, part but not the whole yeah. body because like that would make yeah. sense like you possessed it by inserting this but and like th- there were so many other things that could have messed it up for me like there were so many scenes where we were like this looks like a, a film school tv studio or oh we man. Can, yeah we can- that opening dance scene was mm-hmm. like oh I, this is exactly the ai video studio yeah or we can hear the fans in the background on set but <sighs> although it- after it got going after the first few mm-hmm. scenes after they got out of that dance scene yeah. it actually the quality of it kicked up surprisingly high the cinematography mm-hmm. was way better after that the smoke around the, the couch was very ominous i, I enjoyed it really good they, they had it did decent acting. It for me. they had yeah the locations were good mm-hmm. it seemed like a decent production after the first few scenes yeah like i've gotten sent stuff to work on that i'm just like oh the audio is horrendous i'm like oh look they have Ooh. a fan i'm like well they didn't want to cook the talent so it's I can uh, hear it, but make, most people aren't going to hear it because you're not listening for it. Got to make some some compromises somewhere. And I bet you could tune a little bit of it out. You know, you don't want to go too crazy and make everything sound weird. But a fan is sort of a constant drone, and that's yeah, 
computers can be magic with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Throw some isotope on there and it'll be it'll be fine. It was surprisingly better than I expected for a B movie. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it, it was better. It, like we've been saying, it's still clearly a B movie. The acting is B movie level acting. Yeah, uh, it's B movie level acting. That the story is it's. You have an old couple from like Salem times trying to be together. Mm-hmm. So you have two spirits trying to possess descendants of XYZ. You have this one person who's like, I can fight the spirits. And yeah. then a sofa going on a kill- killing spree. There's a movie. I mean, I'm seeing nothing wrong there. Mm-hmm. The, the plot works perfectly until you get to, you know, zombie guy in the, in the sofa. Yeah. So they got creative with the shots that. Um, yeah, the cinematography, like I said, it was like it. It for me, it kicks this up to like B plus level. Yeah, that I'd have to say. Like, I'm gonna list my the moment that I hated the most and the okay. one I I enjoyed the most. And this is more of like shot wise. So mm-hmm. the sofa trying to kill people. Yeah, it's a sofa. It's kind of hard to do a massive thing on screen without like special effects. So those were kind of weak. But for w- what you were trying to work with, amazing. Oh yeah. So my favorite thing was the sofa, like looking out of a window or looking at the balcony, just like <laughs> stalking everybody. I know that was the best. So that was it, great. It, it was preposterous to the point of being silly. Mm-hmm. And there were a few times where it was just like, like in a dark room, staring through blinds or on a balcony, just like mm, leering out of the street, and it, it can't help but be to but be funny there. Yeah. So that visually was funny, <laughs> but I enjoyed it because it was like they were trying to be creepy, or maybe they were trying to be creepy and funny. I mean, you know, we knew we were watching a movie called Killer Sofa. So what do you expect? You, you can't you can't go into a movie like this called Killer Sofa and then be upset that it looks silly. Oh yeah, or has some cheesiness to it because well. Don't watch the movie then. Exactly. I think the one thing that really just rubbed me the wrong way, which was, I made this comment when we were watching it, mm-hmm. the mother vacuuming up her own son's eyes wasn't, gross. it was gross. That didn't bug me. It was the fact that like yeah. when they show the picture of like the crime scene stuff, his face was intact. I'm like, how did you yeah. vacuum his face? Like the, I was expecting like him to be like splattered. Like they didn't have to wow. have like a huge budget, like smash a watermelon have his face like under a carpet so it looks like his head's been smashed like it was more Just a bunch of, of blood stuff everywhere yeah, yeah like the the amount of chunks there were didn't make sense because i feel like if you had a vacuum go on somebody's face which public service announcement don't try that don't don't try that you'll I, lose an eye i think maybe an eye but the amount of chunks like seemed like there was <laughs> yeah. already a, an explosion to begin with chunks and hair i'll just say in the, in the see-through canister it looked like a bunch of tuna just spinning around in there it yeah it, it looked like it, she was picking up a splattered head and then the head was intact so that one just felt short fell short for me like and it was an it, easy way to get around it i agree an easy way to get around it but then you know we saw that about midway through the movie and i was like i i was with you i was like maybe they their budget didn't really allow for this mm-hmm. but then at the end we see some guy without a face and it looks great like makeup wise maybe they i don't know why they couldn't have i guess maybe (laughs) they ran out of their their special effects money i think maybe they just maybe that was a day they were short on time because literally hmm. you could have put some mats down have his body in one area his head kind of leaning off the edge of a bed and then put a carpet over there and have like chunks of fruit and there you go there's no special effects it's literally just practicals Mm -hmm. And then you can eat the fruit later. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Lunch is watermelon day. Yeah. Yeah. So, Anything. There are ways to do it. But no, they they held on a completely fine face. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's why I don't think this makes it to a movie is just because it just uh, it falls short in some really noticeable ways. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but hey, I get like I said, it's Killer Sofa. You know where you're going into. Don't expect perfection. This is not Citizen Kane. It's not even the Citizen Kane of B movies. Uh-uh. No, no, that um, it's not the Sharknado of B movies though. So we can give oh, it thankfully. that. Yeah, yeah. That God, what a movie. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was happy to be surprised by this one. Uh, it, it had some uh, classic. I, I was not moments. happy to. S- yeah, I was not happy to see. I don't know if you're going to mention this. Uh, uh, Francesca's ex, Ralph, get really nasty under Francesca's bed and defile her bed. He defi- it's I don't want to. I'm glad they didn't show us whatever was going on, but it seemed like he was just like he took her underwear and then was like humping her bed. I think that's what it was. I'm like, this is sticking out like a sore thumb. I hope the killer sofa does kill Ralph. And it did. Disgusting. And it did. Thank you. Thank you, killer sofa. You did something good. And you know what? I'm going to go one step further. One, his attempted proposal to her was pathetic. Oh, yeah. Come on. But um, the sofa was so disgusted by him that this we've seen the sofa like push people into like ovens with its 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 legs. We've seen the springs come out to stab somebody. The sofa yeah. was so disgusted by this guy that it grabbed the iron and hit him with an iron. It didn't hit, use yeah. itself. It didn't even no. want to touch this guy. Didn't touch him. No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Who knows how sticky this guy is? Uh-uh. Oh, it was just like, you know what? I'm not going to touch you. Mm-mm. <laughs> You're not even worth my time. You're not worth my springs. <laughs> There's a tagline right there. Yeah. <laughs> Are you worth a spring? Ooh, I like that. that that's, a, that's a good maybe double entendre right there. I like yep, it. Yep, yep. Although so, all thirst, no quench is still pretty damn perfect. strong. I mean, it's got to be it because that's that's absolutely what this movie was. It was just everybody's so thirsty for every, for everybody else. It was surprisingly As, a thirst trap. It was. Yeah. Who would have guessed it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, on that topic here, I wonder if you could help explain this to me. Maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but I, I, I get that the sofa has a weird mystical power over people because it is possessed and also puppeted by some long dead guy. Mm-hmm. But there's a mystical aspect of this thing here. But everybody is so everybody wants to get in Francesca's pants so bad. Like she has this own, her own like weird energy about her that makes people like Ralph or we find out Gravy just be like, oh, I gotta I gotta be with you. I, I'm obsessed with you. And I don't really recall, unless this was a part I zoned out, why she has like sofa-esque uh, uh, pole for everybody. So, what is it about her? So that one, they kind of fell short on a little bit. They did explain yeah. it and then they didn't explain something. So the sofa had the male witch, the warlock guy inside of it, or at least the descendant. And they were saying like, oh, this woman had the powers of where everybody was obsessed with her. You're like mm-hmm. your great, great descendant. And it was just like, oh, okay. So it was just a, a, a lineage thing. Yeah. But the thing was, that was a lineage thing. But then when she gets taken over by the witch that the sofa's trying to get with, the, mm-hmm. the witch was trying to get with her because she's a descendant of the person they wanted to possess. But yeah. where did the witch come from? Like, what item was it is? Cause like she goes in the bathroom because she's so distraught. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the witch spirit pops out of like a, cl- a closet and yanks yeah. her in and possesses her. I'm like, where have you been the whole time? In the closet. Yeah. Killer towels. There you go. But still, like, yeah. that was kind of like a quick one. I was just like, um, it was, if they had just had her like, kind of like look in the mirror 
and then you see the witch. And that would have like, made more sense. Then I would have understood why she had this power over mm-hmm. other 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 men because this witch is living inside of her. Yeah, and then like she was finally so distraught that it had a chance to take over, and it, that's how it took over. Yeah. So they, as we said, the ending kind of falls short. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch it with friends and yell at a TV screen. Oh, it's perfect. I, I think it's worth a watch. Like yeah. if you if you have B movie nights, it's worth a watch. If you're just listening for one of our regular episodes and you randomly stumble into this B movie, maybe not. <laughs> uh, you know, like we said, it, it it's not as bad as some of the other B movies we watched. It no, was, but it's definitely. It, I would call a this one watchable. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a B movie, definitely. But it's like you know some of the ones we've watched on our own. I'm thinking, oh god. Uh, why am I doing this? Why did I ever agree to watching B-movies with Steven? Uh, I resent you past Sean for doing this to yourself, for doing this to present Sean. God damn it. Um, like, uh, uh, Velocipaster was a little bit rough to get through, even though it was ridiculous. But I if I had seen this one by yeah. myself, <laughs> if I had seen this one on my own, I don't think I would have been, I don't think I would have loved it as much as I did watching it with you. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't have been agony. Yeah, like, v- watching Velocipaster on your own could be hard. That one is so much better with a group. I can already. Tell. Oh yes, it it was, it one hundred percent was. Well, this one was kind of interesting. It just like we've said a lot, just really didn't stick the landing. Well, then, in regards to landing, this would be the point in any Olympic games where we'd bring up our score. So, yes. out of our three ratings, which one would you give yes. it? Okay, our three ratings. Is this brilliant? Is this a blunder? Or is it a flunder? Is it a fun blunder? And for me, I can't call this one brilliant. I can't I can't quite call it brilliant. If the ending had been better, maybe? But nope. Nope, nope. It falls down so hard that I have to give it a flunder. Yep. This was so close to being great, but it wasn't. But thankfully, it did not drive me crazy and make me regret ever being born with eyes like some of these blunders have. Yes, yes. Well, I will just completely concur with your statement that it was a flunder that it could have been a brilliance, but it failed. It was definitely not a blunder, though. It it is a flunder. It it was fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So, yeah, if you can find it, I'd say go for it. Um, mm-hmm. but otherwise me yeah just enjoy it so that i have to thank our new zealand friends for making this film that it was fun and i hope there is a killer love seat because that could be an interesting spin i think it's I th- like we said i think it's right there mm-hmm. i want to see maxi coming back like like suiting up like batman and just being like i'm getting you francesca yep Oh, this can go so many ways with that. So it would be entertaining. But yes, I want to thank you guys for making the film. I want to thank Sean for sitting through this film with me. And of course, more importantly, our listeners for being here with us, that we truly appreciate you guys. Remember to leave us a rating and a review. It truly does help us out. I am your reupholstering co-host, Steve, with my spirit kicking, ass kicking friend, Sean Anderson. And we are here to deal with all your furniture needs. (laughs) Make sure to come back next time to listen to more movies. Please. Please.